Hi, this is Matt speaking. How can I help you? So are we going to talk about how the first episode was bad? Are we going to have that conversation? I think I'd like to have that conversation. I think I'd like to address it. I think I scared myself so shitless, so shitless, that I made the most boring podcast episode possible. And you know what? It's in the past. We get to start again. Every week, I get to try again. And I know for a fact now that there will never be an episode as bad as the first one. And that's a great feeling. That's probably all I needed. But also, why the hell did you all tell me that your parents are going to be listening to this? Do you understand the shockwave that went through my body when you guys said, oh, my mom is downloading Spotify to figure out how to listen to your podcast. Don't do that to your mother. Don't do that to me. Not to say that your mom can't listen, but I'm not responsible. (laughs) Even though I'm behind the mic, I just want you all to know I am not responsible for what comes out of my mouth on this podcast. That's the point of this podcast. Just kidding. It's not. But Holy moly, did you guys scare me with that one? Multiple, multiple of you said, oh, I'm so excited for your podcast. Told my parents about it. Your parents? Your parents? Who I now have to think about taking me seriously? Uh Uh-uh. No, thank you. Parents, you're allowed to listen. But you don't get to give me feedback. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You do get to give me feedback. But understand where I'm coming from. Damn, that really sent me through a loop. I just wasn't myself. Can you guys believe that? You probably can't. Well, maybe you can. You probably can. Honestly, the people who are listening to the podcast at this point know me personally. And are probably like, who the fuck was that weirdo? I don't know him. I don't like him. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're not going to put ourselves down, okay? We're not putting ourselves down. But we do need to snap out of it. Hi, my name's Cher. I'm telling you to snap out of it. I'm not going to do a Cher impression. All right, so that said, I'm going to put my entire pussy into this podcast moving forward. We're not second-guessing ourselves anymore. That's some 2023 shit. That's not 2024. So this week, I would like to talk about communication. And I would just like to start off by saying, answer your goddamn text messages. I do not and will not ever understand how people can just not answer text messages. And I'm not talking about like sending someone a link to something funny or, you know, Sending something that doesn't elicit a response. I'm talking about when people ask you a question and it is months, months before you answer that question. That's crazy. A text message. You can't answer a text message. And I'm going to be honest. A lot of you have just like started. (laughs) I'm getting so personal right now. A lot of you have just started making excuses for it like oh yeah I'm so busy no you're not no one is that busy and I mean this from the heart and I don't care if you have a different opinion no one is that busy 
at least at this fucking age, to not answer their goddamn text messages. And I'm not saying answer it immediately. I'm not saying it answer in an hour. I'm saying text should not go more than 24 hours unanswered. If you cannot at the end of the day be like, hmm, I should check whose text messages I need to answer. Because a lot of you, I'm making this so personal. Okay, so this is a personal issue that I'm facing. And maybe some of it is because my dad never answered his text when I grew up. But a lot of you will be like, I don't have time to answer your text. And that's funny because you had time to tweet something that wasn't even funny. You had time to post a picture of yourself on your story. You had time to post a thirst trap on your close friends. I think you have time to answer my text, to answer anyone's text. It is crazy to me when someone is showing me something on their phone and I look at their notifications and it says 97 unread text messages. That's insane. I understand that in today's day and age, there is so much dopamine flying around because we are all over-consuming wherever we go, whether it's on social media, whether it's outside in the real world, I get there's a widespread fatigue. But if you can just at the end of every day say, you know what, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to go through my text messages and give them the time they deserve to be answered. In today's day and age, communication manifests electronically. We are communicating via text, via DM, via email. So for you to not answer a text, and I'm not saying that you have to be made available at all times for everyone. I just think like, mama, you got to wake up. You cannot keep acting like this. You look dumb. And sorry if that hurts your feelings. But sometimes we need to address our issues head on. So that's kind of why I want to talk about communication. I think communication is a great place to start because everybody could improve their communication. I can improve my communication. I just yelled at you all. I probably shouldn't do that. Maybe that's something I need to improve. (laughs) We can all improve our communication. And I just, I don't understand why communication is often guarded. Like it is rarely open, honest, truthful. Like we have found a way to not be honest and it be acceptable, if that makes sense. Like we can tell pieces of the truth and nothing more and expect like that's enough. And then we wonder why in the future people have misunderstood us. It's because we have not been forthright. Granted, I am a Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication. So I do spend a lot of time investing in my own communication style, in my own strengths as a communicator. So this is at top of mind at all times. But also, no wonder you motherfuckers go crazy when Mercury retrogrades. Mercury retrograding is not necessarily bad. It is just a time of challenge, and you guys are not up for the challenge. Am I yelling at you guys too much? Maybe I'm coming off too aggressive. You guys, you guys, I just think maybe it would help if you accepted a challenge every now and then. I think I'm yelling at you guys too much, and that's not fair to you. You didn't sign up to be yelled at. Maybe you did. 
maybe you're into that dirty little perv. I'm kidding. But yeah, communication is hard. And if I can at least help y'all get through any retrograding mercury, I'll call this a success. I think a lot of a lot of people are like, oh, Mercury's retrograding, and you don't actually know what's happening, which is fine. It's very obscure. I don't necessarily totally believe, quote unquote, in all of that, but I do find that there's a lot of reasoning. And Mercury being the planet of communication, when a planet retrogrades, it's not actually moving backwards, but in the sky, from the standpoint of where we are on Earth, it looks as if the planet is moving backwards. It really just has to do with the proximity of that planet to Earth and its individual orbit. So when it looks like it's retrograding, there is a shift because it typically goes back into a different astrological sign from our viewpoint on planet Earth. So because it's the planet of communication, it will manifest in any way that communication occurs. So in terms of modern day communication, that's why emails don't send. Slack shuts down. Computers are on the fritz because those are our modern manifestations of communication. And so when the planet retrogrades, it's not only affecting the human communication and how we often feel very jaded in our communications during that time. That's why you know, exes reach out during Mercury retrograde. A lot of fights occur during Mercury retrograde. A lot of conversations are very heated because us personally are struggling with our communication styles. But also, technology is the modern manifestation of communication. And so that's why all of that goes a little haywire during a Mercury retrograde. But all that said, I think if we're able to slow down enough and focus on what it is we're actually trying to say and have patience with not only ourselves but also patience with whoever is trying to speak to us, there is a lot that can be avoided. There is a lot of conflict that doesn't even have to come up. I think patience is a really, really big factor in good communication. It gives you the space to sit with what was just said, internalize it, think about how you are initially reacting subconsciously, but then also try and figure out, okay, what's the best way to respond to this? What's the best way to move forward? And honestly, that will help you answer your goddamn texts. <laughs> if you can just have the patience with yourself to sit and say, okay, you know what? Let me read this. Let me think it through and let me send a response. Easy. You're overthinking it. You're not giving yourself the time to think through something. And that's all you need in order to answer something. I do think that Patience is a huge factor in good communication. Um, I think being authentic and not beating around the bush, coming out and priming a conversation by saying, hey, I've got something that might be a little difficult to hear or might strike a chord, and I just want you to know all I'm trying to do is be as honest as possible. 
I really don't want this to offend you, but if it does, please let me know. I'd like to figure out a better way to communicate this to you. Ah, what a turn on. If someone said that to me, I would have nothing but respect for that person. And it's this allowing everyone to have this open and honest communication, being authentic in what you actually have to say and saying like, hey, I mean no harm by this. Right off the bat, I'm really not trying to get a a rise out of you. I am just trying to be honest. And if you can focus on that, I would really, really appreciate that. But also, if I say something that upsets you, just let me know and I'll do better. All right, I think that's enough on communication. And thankfully, we have some voicemails this week. So like I said in the first episode, each episode I will be answering voicemails that listeners can leave me at 510-831-6288 or 510-831-MAT with two Ts. And you may or may not get your answer on this podcast. This can be a question about anything that you may be dealing with. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be surrounding a specific topic. It definitely doesn't have to surround the topic that uh, the episode is dedicated to. This is more just a general advice column, if you will. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Matt. I am going to choose to remain anonymous for this question. Um, however, I'm so glad I came across your podcast. Um, Emergency Doinker took me out. Um, so here's my question. So I recently landed a job working for one of my favorite content creators. Although the media industry is brand new to me and very different than my previous line of work, this is like my dream job. When I got the news that I was hired, I was ecstatic to say the least, but unfortunately when I shared this news with some of my friends and family, I was met with a lot of skepticism, doubt, or just overall indifference. Needless to say, that drained a lot of the excitement out of the opportunity for me. So my question is, how do you deal with people not being happy for you? Well, what a question to start things off with. First of all, congratulations. I think that is incredible to find a job in today's market that you are actually excited for. Um, So make sure you hold on to that feeling, at least for yourself. In regards to friends and family, it is really tough to navigate whether they are passing judgment or are not happy about what you're doing, which is none of their business. So also remember that they're not the ones going to your job every day. So make sure you protect your energy in that sense. But when it comes to friends and family, there is this air of concern when someone is going out on a limb or making a really big change. And sometimes that comes across as not being happy for someone. It may not have to do with them not being happy for you, And I could be wrong. I I don't know the full context of your situation, but there may be an underlying sense of worry or concern. And and that might be what is driving their reaction. I think that it's very, very exciting not only to start a new job, but to start something completely new. 
uh, it's an exciting time to let your mind explore and definitely soak that all up right now. Take that time for yourself. Make sure you are not letting other people's opinions infiltrate your thought process uh, because this is exciting. You're about to do something that you say you've always wanted to do. So hold that excitement close to yourself and don't let other people's perception of what you're doing mess with that. I know it's hard when it comes to friends and family because obviously we care about their opinions a lot. They are the ones that we lean on when we're unsure about things. And so we value what they have to say. But at the end of the day, especially within our careers, it's only up to us. We really should not be driven by anyone but ourselves when it comes to doing what we would like to do. It's a natural reaction in any relationship when a friend or a family member is doing something that you don't really know much about. And their instinct is to protect you from the scary parts of the world that we live in. And to be quite honest, from somebody who has worked in social media specifically, worked with content creators for a number of years, it is a very volatile industry And there's a lot of unanswered questions constantly circulating around what's new, what's profitable, what's successful, how can we define what's doing good and what isn't. And so it seems to me, based on what you said, that that might be where their concern is stemming from. But again, it's an outside perspective. And I'm sure if you are willing to take on this job, you are comfortable in your ability to achieve success in whatever it is that you're doing. So I would say, worry about yourself. (laughs) And I would tell them the exact same thing. Because unless there is a genuine threat or a genuine concern of something going very, very wrong, there really isn't a reason to give your opinion on what someone else is doing for their career. I don't want to be a nurse. I think that that is stressful. I think that that is scary. And I don't know how people would want to do that job. But I'm not doing that job. They are. Essentially, if they're not happy for you, fuck them. But if they're concerned about you, that's a sign of a good friend or a good family member. And all you really have to say there is, listen, I'm confident in my ability and it, it's not you doing it. I would just really appreciate if you could share this excitement with me because I'm really, really happy. I have this opportunity and protect your peace. The best thing you can do when people are not happy for you is protect your peace. Be happy for yourself. I hope that helped. And Definitely follow up and let me know how things go. We have another voicemail, so uh, let's get into it. Hi, Matt. This is Kiara calling in from New York. So I need a little bit of advice. So I'm getting a new job in a couple days, and this job is a pretty big step for me. This is the first time that I'm going to be in, um, like, a manager position, and the first time I'm going to have underlings under me. Maybe I shouldn't call them underlings, but um, yeah, so I kind of need a bit of advice 
on how to navigate. I feel like I've had some bad managers in the past, and I've had some bad managers who have thought that they have some good managers, and I really just don't want to be that kind of person. So I'm asking or looking for advice on how I can be more transparent, how I can be more honest, how I can make sure that I'm kind of taking care of things um, and putting their speeches on the best possible path. Um, yeah. I don't know. You know me. You know what I'm about. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your advice. Bye. Well, again, congratulations on the new job. A lot of new jobs in this new year. Very, very exciting. Hopefully, I'm next. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, I think taking on a managerial position is... It is a lot of responsibility because suddenly your job almost doubles. You have two pieces of a job, which is A, to do the work that you're responsible for, and B, to help manage another employee and train them, but also make sure that they're getting what they need to do their job. So it's a little complicated. It's a little bit like not being like a parent because companies are not families. And if anybody tells you that they feel like a family, that is your clear sign to run the other direction. Okay? Companies are not families. You do not owe them anything. But I think the key to being a good manager in any industry is to really listen to what the employee you're managing is looking for out of their experience and figuring out what areas they want to grow in. Because ultimately, a good manager is someone who makes sure there is a clear path for promotion, a clear path for growth and success in the area that they want to work in, not the area that the company might need them to fill because the biggest waste of time is giving someone a promotion that they don't want. We're in dire times where obviously we're dealing with inflation and thousands of dollars of debt. And so when we hear promotion, no matter what the job is, if there's extra money tied to it, we're going to want to take it. But from experience, That is not beneficial for at least your overall mental health. So the real key is to, like you said, be transparent, be as transparent as you can be, and be honest with them. Be their advocate most of all, though. I think you are the person that ties them back to leadership that has the overall say in what their growth looks like as an employee. So make sure that you are being realistic. Make sure that you are helping them set personal goals that are trackable, that you can track together and figure out ways to improve certain areas of work when improvement may be necessary. The best piece of advice that I can offer is managers should understand that the employees that they manage are just as human as they are. And we are all working for the same goal, which is to provide for ourselves. So lean into figuring out what it is the employee or employees that you are managing 
want out of this job and try to figure out how to help them place themselves in the best area so that they can achieve that. I, I, I hope that that makes sense. I definitely think just establishing an open line of communication and really making sure that they're being honest with you and giving them honest feedback is the best way to go about things. But also, I will say I think the fact that you are actively thinking of this prior to taking on a managerial position already says you will likely be a better manager than the poor management that you've had in the past. Uh, So already you're a step ahead and make sure that you're not getting your ego tied into it because managers are not there to promote themselves as good managers. Good managers are there to promote the people they are managing. So that is my advice there. Alrighty. Well, episode two of Hi, This is Matt Speaking, How Can I Help You in the books. I hope you enjoyed this better than the first episode. I can already assure you that I have at least enjoyed making this more than I enjoyed making the first episode. Um, As always, please, please leave me feedback. I've had a lot of people reach out with feedback and I could not be more grateful for that. If you do want to leave feedback, you can go to www.matthewbrownlow.com slash feedback, or you can DM me on Instagram or TikTok. Feedback is always appreciated. If you would like to help me, make sure to leave a review uh, for this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow me on social media. All of my social media is at Matt Speaking Pod. That is M-A-T-T-S-P-E-A-K-I-N-G-P-O-D. I hope you also enjoyed the advice section of today's episode. And if you have anything that you need figuring out and would like to ask someone objective, please call in to 510-831-6288 or 510-831-MATT with two Ts. And you might find yourself speaking on the next episode and hopefully I can help you out. To those who called in this episode, please feel free to reach out and let me know if I actually helped you or not. Um, I definitely don't just want to be shooting the shit and talking out of my ass. So fingers crossed you all enjoyed this, and I will talk to you next week. Love ya!